Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now we have a World Cup, the Men's Rugby League World Cup team of the tournament that has been announced. I noticed Kempi chucked it up this morning, so I thought I would give my live reaction to it. One hell of a team, by the way. We'll go through it off the very top. At fullback, Joey Manu, who of course won the Golden Boot earlier today. We gave our reaction to that one earlier, a sensational knock by Joey Manu. Incredible to see that he is the Rugby League World Cup team of the tournament fullback. Uh, when you consider he doesn't even play that position, Position at club level, but I don't think anyone is overly shocked by this one. Joey Manu, what he did throughout this competition was unbelievable. I was a little bit critical of him after the semi-final, and I think people took it the wrong way. Uh, I just thought that he was being, and not in a bad way, but I just thought that he was being a little bit selfish with the football, and he needed to fit into team structures a little bit more. It's all good and well to run for 350 metres, but if it sends the team out of whack a little bit, it's not overly impressive. Then against the Kangaroos, he did it perfectly. I thought that entire game, he fit in perfectly. You could really tell for the first time that the Kiwis, they were being run by Jerome Hughes and Dylan Brown as they should be, with Joey Manu as the uh, icing on the cake, and I thought he was great. And then, of course, the end of the game, I checked the stats, player stats, and of course, Joey Manu still went for 300 metres. He is an absolute fucking freak, Joey Manu, and I think he was the obvious choice for fullback here. Let's have a look at the wingers. We have a Samoan player and a kangaroo. We'll start with the kangaroo first. Josh Addo-Carr, leading try scorer in this competition. He's been sensational. When I spoke about the Golden Boot earlier this morning, I've had a lot of people message me and say that Josh Adokar should have got it. And you know what? You're probably not wrong. He's had a sensational World Cup and whatnot. As I said this morning, it is tough and the Kangaroos don't play any test matches or internationals during the season. It can be pretty tough. Uh, but I feel like Josh Adokar probably had a fair shout at it as well. I still think I would have given it to Joe Manu, to be honest with you. But I understand why people have gone with Josh Adokar. And I'll tell you what, if he has a big game in this grand final, in this final on Sunday morning, 3 a.m., I think he will be player of the tournament. Josh Adokar, he's been fantastic. The other one, Brian To'o from Samoa. You all know I'm a huge Brian To'o fan. He is a tremendous player. And once again, I spoke about it on Bloke in a Bar this week that... 
you know, we didn't talk about Joey Manu at all this week. No one really spoke about his performance or anything because he only ran for, I think it was 280 metres or something like that, 320, something like that. It, it, it was, by his standards, it's pretty quiet uh, because we're so used to him having these astronomical sort of games and whatnot. I can't remember exactly what he ran for. But once again, I always use the example. A couple of years ago, we all freaked out. We all lost our minds when Ferguson averaged 200 metres. Brian Toto, he, he's running 230 metres on a bad day. He's an absolute freak. Love that one. Now, the two centres. Uh, the first one, Stephen Crichton from Samoa. Obviously had a huge game on the weekend. The intercept into the field goal. He's been tremendous throughout this entire World Cup. Just eats up those big moments. Stephen Crichton, he has big moments for breakfast. An absolute freak. Love the selection. I think that after his game on the weekend, you couldn't possibly leave him out, Critter. He's been sensational. The other centre, and this one blew me away. This is incredible. If I would have said to you at the start of this tournament, who do you think will be the centres of the World Cup? If I would have given you 50 guesses, you wouldn't have got this because he wasn't even part of the World Cup. He wasn't even selected in a squad. Game one, he wasn't in a squad. Then all of a sudden, game two comes around. Samoa, they've got a heap of injuries. They send an SOS to the old veteran, Timmy Lafay. He comes in and plays to Samoa. Absolutely kills it. He's been sensational. He goes from not being picked in a World Cup squad for Samoa all of a sudden, he's in a World Cup semi-final this weekend and, sorry, in a World Cup final this weekend. And on top of that, he has been picked as one of the centers of the competition. Incredible stuff. Obviously, Isaac Tunga, he got injured in the first game. SOS 2, Timmy Lafley, because you've got to remember, Hamiso also got injured. Tyrone May got injured. So a heap of guys, they could have potentially played there. They called Tim Lafley and he absolutely kills it. I think he will definitely get a new contract somewhere off the back of this World Cup. Very, very impressive, Timmy Lafley. Let's get to the halves. And for me, these two pick themselves. I think this is probably the two easiest positions to pick. 5'8", our boy Jerome Lawai. Uh, if you would have said after game one who's going to be the 5'8 of the competition, uh, no one would have said Jerome Lawai. After a 60-point drubbing in that first game, he was given next to no hope to even be relevant in this competition. He's backed it up with three man-of-the-match performances in four games, including a man-of-the-match performance against England, who beat them by 60-odd only five weeks earlier in the semi-final. Well done to Jerome Lawai. Picks himself in this side. I know there's going to be a lot of people that don't like Jerome Law, that that's going to upset them, but it is what it is. As I've always said, you don't have to like the guy, but fuck me, you've got to respect what he does. A tremendous player, Jerome Luai. All of this without Nathan Cleary next to him. Makes you think, huh? All right, halfback. And this guy picked himself as well. I think there's an argument that he's been in the top three form players in this World Cup, George Williams. I thought he was tremendous again the other day. Honestly, if they would have given George Williams man of the match in a losing team the other day, you would have heard no arguments from me. Him and Elliot Whitehead, I thought they were both sensational in that game the other day. But George Williams, I think he's been the best Englishman throughout this competition. I know there's been different moments where Dominic Young, Wellsby, they've got all the headlines consistently across all these games. George Williams, he's been the man for me, and I would have picked him at halfback in a heartbeat. Uh, I think that Jerome Hughes probably didn't play enough games. The games he did play probably didn't have enough impact on. Um, and obviously, Nathan Cleary, Daly Cherry Evans, they've shared reps. Cleary's played more, but he hasn't been anywhere near the level of George Williams at this World Cup. There's no doubt about it. Even in a loss, I thought he was sensational. I thought his game the other day when he lost was probably a better halfback performance than most halfback performances you've seen throughout this World Cup in winning sides. So a sensational knock. Georgie Williams, love that. 
pick. Front rowers. Wow. There's a couple of big boys in the NRL. George, Tom Burgess. Sorry, Tommy Burgess. Been great for England. Great for South Sydney this year. I think he's gone to a new level once again at this World Cup. Another guy I thought he was really, really good the other day. Very unlucky to lose. Partnering him is Junior Bolo from Samoa. He's got away with two potential suspensions, and I'm glad he has, and I would have let him off as well to take Samoa all the way to a World Cup final against the Kangaroos. The images of him post-game celebrating, looking up to the sky. Incredible stuff. This is what the Rugby League World Cup is about, and Junior has done sensationally. Okay, the hooker, the PNG sensation, Edwin Ipape. I, I apologize if I have pronounced that wrong. I actually haven't heard his name said in a few weeks. I believe that he's got a contract with the Lee Leopards, formerly known as the Lee Centurions. I believe Adrian Lamb is coaching the team over there, so he is linked up with them. I'd love to see him in the NRL, f- f- to be honest with you, though. I thought throughout this World Cup, he was sensational. Very, very impressive for PNG. By far and away, their best player. you got to remember, they made the decision at the start of this World Cup not to pick Chico Seguiara, and I sort of thought, wow, that's a big call. They're mad. There must be some, something more to this. Maybe Chico's done something to upset him. I don't know. Maybe he has, but I'll tell you what, once this guy stepped out on the field, I all of a sudden went, oh, Okay, now I understand why they've probably left their most experienced player in Chico out of this squad. I get it now because this hooker was so good. So credit to him. For them not to take Seguiara at all, that says a lot because Chico has obviously still got a lot to offer, a lot of experience and whatnot, a good guy to have in a, in a, uh, in a I was going to say in a club, but obviously in a team for X amount of weeks. So congratulations, a sensational effort to get hooker of the year when you hooker of the tournament when you consider the other nines that are running around. You're Ben Hunts, you're Brandon Smith, you Harry Grant, these sort of guys, incredible knock there. All right, let's move to the back row. We've got two Aussies. Cam Murray is the first one. He's played a little bit through the middle throughout this tournament, but you had to pick Cam Murray somewhere. I think out on the edge is a tremendous spot. Probably in their best 17. This is probably where we would have had Cam Murray anyway. Great pick there. Murray's been great. Uh, scored a fair few tries. I'm going to say he scored about four or five tries throughout this World Cup. Maybe just four. Uh, but obviously scored three tries in the last two weeks, I think it was. He was tremendous. He was the one that broke the game open the other day. Saw Brandon Smith just a little bit off the mark, half a yard off. And, you know, when it comes to International Rugby League and you've got Cam Murray at, running at you, half a yard, it might as well be 50 metres. So a sensational knock by Cam Murray during this World Cup. One of the other back rowers from the Kangaroos. I love this one. Liam Martin. Now, boy, we've been talking about him for a long time, saying people underappreciate him. And this is great to see him get recognition. We spoke about him the other day in a podcast, which you can go back and have a listen to. We won't go into too much depth here, but I think for the Kangaroos, he's been great. Sometimes not all things show in stats. Being the toughest motherfucker on the field, that doesn't show in stats. Leading your kick chase every single time. Absolutely nailing people off the kick chase. Those sort of things, they do not show in stats. And this is where a lot of fans really sleep on Liam Martin. Just as you could see, the Kiwis starting to get back into the contest the other day, and James Fisher-Harris starting to be the alpha. Who was the guy that went after him? It was Liam Martin, probably the smallest forward on the field. Really left a mark as well. He didn't just compete. He won that battle, in my opinion. So Liam Martin, absolutely love that. 13, Victor, the inflector. Once again, has found himself in a little bit of curry off field since the game the other night. But I thought at 13, he was sensational. Uh, What he's got in trouble for? I mean, probably got to be smarter than that, but it sounds like Victor once again, just defending his mates and whatnot. So uh, we'll see how it all plays out. But I thought playing 13 for England, he was great. I didn't like when they played him in hooker, but I've got to admit it did make the English side better whenever he did jump into nine. Just that little bit of extra class in your spine when they've played in the NRL, it can change everything. So I backed that one. Victor getting selected in the 13, the bench. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 14. Another one of our boys, Harry Grant from the Kangaroos, had a great World Cup. Uh, when he was at his most, le- most lethal, he was just unstoppable. I think it was the first game of the World Cup was just crazy. Uh, probably a name that if he wasn't there, I wouldn't push back on it, to be honest with you. I wouldn't fight to have him in there. Uh, but I think he has been solid throughout this World Cup. I think it would have been close between him and Ben Hunt, to be perfectly honest with you. But Harry Grant in there in Jersey 14. 15, another one of our boys, Todd Ruva from Fiji, the fullback. Uh, tremendous player. Just He is so fucking good. I thought he was the best player on the field against um, the Kiwis a couple of weeks ago. I think you could argue that he had the best performance against the Kiwis throughout the entire World Cup. I don't think that anyone in the Kangaroos team the other day, Liam Martin included, performed better than what Taruva did against the Kiwis. I personally think that Fiji, they were very unlucky not to win that game. Joey Manu got man of the match, which personally I thought was horseshit. I thought Taruva, he was the best fullback on the field. A tremendous player. Such a big future. He just needs an opportunity. Just needs a shot somewhere. All right, we've got two more forwards on the bench here from Tonga and the only Tongan player selected, and I think it's fair enough. As I said, I thought Tonga were pretty disappointing throughout this World Cup. I expected a lot more out of them. I had them just below the Kangaroos and the Kiwis coming into this World Cup. If I look back, honestly, I'd probably have them six. I would have PNG in front of them despite Tonga actually beating PNG. I thought PNG was a better team that day. But one guy who was a real shining light, and that, sorry, I shouldn't say one guy. They did have a few, obviously, Katoa made his debut. Uh, a heap of guys that do look good for the future of Tonga. But their best player throughout this World Cup, I thought it was Coleman Tungi from the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and he's been selected on the bench here. Some of the lines he was running and the aggression he was playing with, he has just matured into such a fantastic footballer. I'm such a big fan of Keon Coleman Tungi. He's got a huge future in our game. And Jersey 17, the alpha from the Kiwis. He was great throughout the World Cup. As I said, he did have a little clash with Liam Martin the other day, but James Tish Harris, he didn't back down as well. Yeah, I probably thought Liam Martin won the battle, but Fish, he didn't back down in any way, shape, or form, and he was that way throughout the entire World Cup. Ran for really good metres in all games, didn't miss many tackles, and just as I said, same thing as Liam Martin, a tough motherfucker. No shock that the Penrith Panthers have both of these guys, yeah, and they're the two, probably the two guys, as far as the forwards go, that I thought were were the toughest throughout this World Cup. So, sensational effort. Uh, That is your Men's Rugby League Week team of the uh, Rugby League World Cup, sorry, not Rugby League Week. I'm really throwing it back there. Men's Rugby League World Cup team of the tournament there. That's come from Kempi's page, Bloke in a Bar. A sensational side there. A few surprise packets, a few that we wouldn't have expected to be there from the start of the tournament, tournament including, obviously, the 5'8", Jerome Luai. Very, very impressive for him to get in there. More so, though, Timmy Lafay, who wasn't even in a squad five weeks ago. What an effort for him to make it into the team of the tournament. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com.
Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.